when people are young and saving for retirement, I often tell them a couple things. Just save and save as efficiently as possible. Like just invest as cheap as you can and let that money grow. But when we get to retirement, you actually can get some value out of paying fees. There's things that you can do that a good advisor can do for you that is worth the expenses. And if you truly are worried about fees all the time, you could be holding yourself back. Is it worth it to pay fees for a financial advisor? Well, that depends on what stage of life you're in. If you're young and saving for retirement, just save and invest as cheaply as you can. But if you're retired or heading into retirement, you can get tremendous value from paying retirement advisor fees. In this episode of the Retirement Equals Freedom podcast, we take a deep dive into the three types of advisor fees, which of those are worth paying, and how the furry alien elf from the 80s sitcom ties into all of this. Okay, you got me. Elf has nothing to do with paying advisor fees, but I loved his show and we talk about him quite a bit today. This is the Retirement Equals Freedom Podcast. Your host, Josh Brettel, is the owner of FSR Wealth Strategies. For the last few decades, he's been helping fine folks like you thrive in their retirement. Me, I'm Dave, Josh's longtime friend, co-host, and general fan of free food. I'm here to keep the show lighthearted and to keep Josh from going on long, technical, boring rants. So now, let me, let you, let me end this introduction so you can enjoy the show. FSR Wealth Management is a registered investment advisor located in Elmhurst, Illinois. Information and opinions contained in this audio have been arrived at by FSR Wealth Advisors. All information herein is for informational purposes and should not be construed as investment advice. It does not constitute an offer, solicitation, or recommendation to purchase any security. FSR is not providing legal, tax, accounting, or financial planning advice in this audio. These views are as of the date of this publication and are subject to change. are in full control my man make sure you hit record an ecam and on that you know something has been happening a lot recently where and you just did it to me yeah where things that people don't think i'm gonna do apparently i dropped the ball a lot <laughs> because you just told me to hit record like yeah, three times i did the other day aaron came running into my office and she was busy and uh, she comes running to my office worried that I wasn't going to make the 930 phone call that I had scheduled. And I was like in the middle of the phone call. So I was giving her a hard time. And luckily the client on the other end of the phone really thought it was funny. And I called her out. And I was like, you didn't think I'd call her? <laughs> she goes, no, I thought you'd call her, but I always give you her phone number. So. <laughs> Let me play therapist for a second. Is this more of a reflection on you or more of a reflection on your team? I've liked therapy. I've been to therapy a lot. I like how they make you think about your own thoughts and actions. As I was making fun of you for making fun of me, I mm -hmm. actually realized, oh, okay, that must say something about me. <laughs> People keep doing that. And I mean, my wife always does it to me, but it's sure. Nobody makes me think my own thoughts. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Hi, Dave. Hey, Josh. You know, you said we weren't going to start every, ep every episode like that. Like what? I thought maybe you said, we say hi too often, but that's how we ship start our episodes. Like, hey. Yeah. I mean, the end of our episodes, you always end with a bye. We've talked about that now, how my compliance lady, Debbie, now ends our Zoom calls with bye. My father and my uncle now leave conversations with me like that. So. My God. Deb, if you're listening to this, hi. 
uh, I do love it. I mentioned this, I think, in the last episode. Like, I'm infiltrating every little nook and cranny of your life. And I'm really nervous because tonight <laughs> I'm letting you give the intro to my workshop. And these workshops, we put a lot of time and money and effort into making sure they they look good, they sound good, and I'm turning it over to you. This is your biggest, the most important thing that FSR Wealth does to attract new clients or these workshops. Mm-hmm. They're not cheap to run. So the fact you're letting me run an introduction, well, I got some things planned. That's all I got to say. <laughs> and I think maybe I'll have Brian record me so then we can put the video up maybe on your Facebook page or something. Oh, that'd be a great idea. That'll yeah. go on the Facebook, uh, <laughs> the Retirement Equals Freedom Facebook page. So Just think of it this way. At least I'm wearing a brand new shirt. That I've gotten several compliments today. Got, it looks good. This is, this is your best shirt I've seen you wear. I appreciate that. That's a shout out to you, Carla, because she got it. No one's surprised by that. No, they shouldn't be surprised. So, yeah, I'm excited for the introduction. I appreciate it. I think I think I have a knack for kind of warming people up, maybe not taking things too seriously. So that's what I'll try to do tonight. This came to me as an idea yesterday as we were talking, and we were talking about ways to improve these workshops. We had our office in here, and our office is very technical. And we pride ourselves on being a family-like office. And I think once you step foot in our door, you see why we, we say that. And our staff always says that. And you said, well, let me take a step back. I don't feel like your seminars are very family. They don't feel like family. They feel kind of cold. And again, like therapy, it kind of hit me across the face. I was like, you know what? You're right. We really got to warm these up. And what better way to warm it up than letting you give the introduction? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Look, I'm very – I always get it confused. Is left brain more creative? Oh, I get confused all the time. Yeah. One, whatever creative side of the brain. Yeah. Right. That's me. So I, I honestly do th- see things differently. Your workshops are so well run, but they're just could use a little love. So here, let's do a little cheers, first of all. Comment to your coffee. Woo. Josh, um, how do you feel? I made it for you ice today. How do you feel about it? I like Cometeer quite yeah, a bit. Sure. Um, the ice, though, far surpasses to me the hot. You like it ice better? I like it ice better. Wow. And I'm not a huge iced coffee fan. Yeah. It's it's delicious. Now, I wonder, could it be... Maybe just because you made it, it's well, the love. How much water I put in it, too. It could I, be. I probably put 10, 12 ounces of water, so it's a little watered down, which oh. that's how I like it. So maybe it's not as strong in your face. Well, I love me this Cometeer ice Perfect. coffee. Perfect. Well, so. I'm happy that I'm able to bring you joy. <laughs> So can I talk about my son, Alex, for a sec? Depends. How much? How, how long have we been recording? Five minutes. Oh, this. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Alex is our number one podcast fan. Alex is eight <laughs> years old. Um, Alex recites parts of the podcast to my family at dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, drives my wife crazy. But Alex likes to ask me how the commentary coffee is. <laughs> oh, man. He wants to know when he's getting a pudding cake. Legendary. And he's the one that gave us this soundbite that you've been putting at the end of episodes. The mm-hmm. hashtag tax nerd. That's Al. That's Al. He's my son who lays in bed at night and talks to me about taxes and different types of taxes. And we were out for dinner. We were out somewhere and he met somebody new and he goes, I know all about taxes. I know about use taxes and sales taxes. And I was like, oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> that is amazing. And you know what? A little off target here. But the I do say the end of our podcast – I don't know. I've by that time, by the time it airs, I've already listened to us four times through the editing process. But something about the last like three minutes still gives me like the shivers, like gives me goosebumps. How we have like us talking and then L and then the music. It's just fun. Well, we're sitting at breakfast the other day and we have a we have a family Spotify playlist. Yeah. So like whatever's a new song we want to add. 
it goes to the Brettle family playlist. Sure. And in the car, we will. there's got to be 75 songs, 100 songs this thing by now. And we'll just play it. And then we play it at random. And one of the songs, one of the original songs on the list was X's and O's. X's and O's. By L. King. Oh, Rob Schneider's daughter. Yeah. The actor, Rob Schneider. That's, her, that's his daughter? Yeah. Oh, you know who, I didn't, I didn't do know you know who Rob Schneider yeah, is? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And so we haven't listened to it in a while. Like the list has gotten bigger. We don't yeah. listen to it very often. Right. And we're sitting at breakfast and all of a sudden I, I told him that you were coming in the office and he goes, are you going to record a, a podcast? You know about taxes and O's. And what? he really thought it was. And so here, for those of you that, that don't know what I'm talking about, here's the song. So, uh, so we're listening to it. And he starts singing it, and Missy and I are dying of laughter. And I'm one who never really listens to the lyrics of songs. Yeah. And she goes, "Let me look up the actual lyrics." She shows to Alex. They actually kind of make sense, like taxes and O's. They haunt me and all that right. stuff. Right, and the and, ghosts they come and want me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I've been trying to get him to sing it for us, to, so I could have it as another uh, hashtag tax nerd uh, sound effect. And he refuses to do it. So, Dave, maybe you can yeah. beg Alex to sing that as a sound effect. Alex, listen to me. If I can get your dad to record you singing that in your version, the correct version, which is taxes and O's, they haunt me, and the ghosts, which could be the IRS, come and they want you. I will put it to music. Al, if you can do that, you will you will love it. So I told you I had a good story. That's I texted great. Dave immediately. I was like, I have a great story. Man, so. Al is man. I'm telling you, kids are just amazing. There is there is hope for this world. There is. Let's get our kids take control sooner. So today, topic wise, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, topics, man. Actual content, <laughs> actual things that people might listen to the podcast for, besides my cute son. That's yeah, hogwash. What I'd like to follow up on is an episode we had two weeks ago in regards to what to look for in a financial advisor. Mm. And that one of the questions that I get a lot is, aren't they expensive? Oh, like aren't advisors expensive? Yeah. Yeah. Aren't they expensive? I want to talk about fees today. I want to talk about – I mean – I, I'm not a nonprofit. We do this to make a living. Yeah. So I want I want to spend some time talking about fees. Now, before we do that, yeah, you did something yesterday that scared the snot out of me. I do that often. Uh huh. You said I recorded a new jingle mm-hmm. because it was um, a new part of our podcast that you wanted to to play. So let me set let me set the scene here. Now, I assume everybody listening to this episode, listening to episode 15, When Can I Retire? If you haven't, please go back and listen Listen to our entire catalog. It's just going to make you feel better about yourself. But I did, post-production, put in the jingle. Oh, you did? I did. So so you can hear it. I heard it in the car right over here. I havenven't listened to it yet. Yeah. Now, and I'll pre- preface this by saying this is not a final version that Josh is going to play. I do have some edits I may make to it. But uh, yeah, this is Josh is going to play our introduction to our new segment called Get to Know Josh and Dave. Oh, God. Yeah. What? What? Okay. Hey, Mr. Josh, let's take a break. You've been talking for so long and my ears are sore. But let's not be a bore, because this show ain't no chore. So let's pull some cards, ask questions, do some back and forth. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Ask Josh, now ask Dave. 
Let's get to know Josh and Dave. Huh, what? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Good God. Oh. Okay. First of all, I've had 17 studios call me after that. They heard it somehow, and they, they want me to record an album for them now. People who don't know you. Yeah. You're a relatively introverted guy. Totally. And you don't like being in crowds and Mm -mm. like schmoozing with people. Mm -mm. And yet you record stuff like this to put it out. It's so impressive about you. Well, I appreciate that. And I thought about the same thing because tonight I'm like, I should be really nervous about this introduction, yet I'm not. And it's because I can spin that any way I want. They don't know me from the other person at the table. They don't know who I am. They don't know my flaws. So I'm going to get out there and be like, I'm the most confident dude in the world. So, plus, this definitely is a throwback to the 90s, which I am obsessed with. <laughs> so, Josh, all right. We, so, we each picked a random card today. Random card. We're going to mix this up a little bit. You're going to read me the question, and I'll answer it. Or actually, I'm going to read you the question first. You'll answer it. I'll answer the same question, and then you read the card to me. Is that how this works? That's how it's going to work. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. All right. So, my question I picked. What is one interesting fact about your ancestors? One interesting fact of my ancestors, mm-hmm. supposedly, here's an interesting fact. Sure. This is this is up the rumor mill, but I have some sort of proof of this. Okay. When my dad's ancestors came over mm-hmm. from, from do you remember Europe, where? I want to say it was Austria. Okay. We always thought we were German, but now it turns out we're actually Austrian. I don't know. But okay. they settled in northern Wisconsin, and apparently they settled in Door County. Mm. And apparently somewhere along the lines, a great, 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 great grandfather lost the land rights to the majority of Door County in a poker match. Stop that. Mm-hmm. Supposedly. Now, there's not a lot of brettles here in Chicagoland. Like, you open the phone book, there's not that many of us. I, I probably know most of them from Christmas dinner. Right. You go up to Wisconsin, you go up to Door County, there are brettles galore in the phone book. What? So, I, it's, I don't can't prove it to be true, but supposedly we, in a poker match many, 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 many decades ago, <laughs> lost the land rights to Door County. So. The fact that there are, are more brettles up north, though, that does kind of tell you that you're onto something. Mm-hmm. I know. Could this know. be our first true crime? It's on a crime podcast about how the brettles lost Door County. <laughs> you know, you want to get my dad involved in the podcast? He'd love to. <laughs> dad, Dave would like to do an ancestry <laughs> podcast with you. That would be amazing. That's a really good one because we visited Door County every year up until maybe high school. It was our spot. Yeah. yeah. So I have you to thank. Supposedly. <laughs> so wow. That's now, cool. We're really eating at a time here today, but my question is gonna be simple for you. Oh, I have to answer the same question though. Oh, you do? I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mine's easy. All right. Well, go ahead. My dad's grandpa, my great grandpa, who I've never met, I never met my grandpa on my dad's side, worked for El Capone. Really? Yes. And specifically my dad remembers him working like on the docks. Wow. So like near Lake Michigan. And so, again, stories are hazy there, but my dad remember growing up dirt poor, of course, but every once in a while, grandpa would bring just like the best meats and veggies and everything. So that is how cool I am. Don't mess with me. <laughs> <laughs> my family lost a large, valuable piece of land in a poker match and yeah. yours committed many crimes. But My family probably took that land from <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> I love it. All right. My question is real simple. Okay. And I actually, I can already bet I already know your answer. Okay. Let's hear it. Would you stop talking to all of your friends for a million dollars? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would. I knew Unequivocally, they would. yes. I pulled that card. I went, oh, God, I know this answer. 
Because I can buy the friends back then, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, what's what's great is I know I know your answer. No, not yeah, a exactly. Not a if everything in the world is talking to people, so. Well, okay. So now, how far along are we now? Uh, Fifteen minutes. Oh. <laughs> okay, hold on. Okay. So fees, like you get what you pay for. Yeah. Okay. Totally. And I said it in the in that episode about what to look for in an advisor when people are young and saving for retirement. I often tell them a couple things: do it, like just save and save as most efficiently as possible. Like just invest as cheap as you can and let that money grow. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, do it as cheap as you can. But when we get to retirement, you actually can get some value out of paying fees. There's things that you can do that a, a good advisor can do for you that is worth the expenses. Mm-hmm. Now, there are people, if you look at the talking heads on TV, you're going to look at the Susie Ormans and the Dave Ramseys of the world, and they're going to tell you, just save and don't you know, don't pay fees, never pay fees. And people are going to think I'm saying this because I make money by charging fees, right. but there are certain things you can't do on your own. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just plain impossible. Mm-hmm. So, and if you truly are worried about fees all the time, you could be holding yourself back. Yeah. I mean, I once had someone describe to me a fee where if you're going to go buy a new car and someone just said, hey, this car is $40,000. Now, if you're looking at, you know, a real tiny Chevy, mm-hmm. you're going to be mad that you just spent $40,000 on a car. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking at a giant Tesla SUV, you're going to think, oh, my God, I got a steal yeah. for paying 40000 bucks." But it's kind of an advantage of what are you getting for those fees? Sure. Does that make sense? Totally. So to put fees in perspective, in fact, Aaron likes to talk about the fact that there's a difference between fines and fees. A fine is something you pay because you're penalized to do it. A fee is getting you something. You should be getting some sort of value for that. Makes sense. Makes sense. Now, in the financial planning world, there's different types of fees. There's fees for planning, all right? And this is where the true value comes into play. Mm-hmm. So there's fees for planning. Let me get back to that. Is that like a, more like a traditional like consultant fee? Like you'd pay somebody to advise you? Yeah, it yeah. could be. It, it's getting to know you as personally as possible mm-hmm. and to make recommendations to your plan. Okay. okay? Yeah. It could be tax recommendations. It could be estate planning recommendations. It could be investment recommendations. But they're, they're, they're making recommendations. Then there's allocation fees. There's there's fees to run the investments. So to build portfolios and to do those things, there's fees for that. Sure. And there's the investment expenses. The investment expenses are when you buy an investment, there's going to be a certain cost associated with it. Sure. And you have to incorporate all of those. But where you should look, the investment expenses, no matter what, whatever you are, you want to try and get those as cheap as possible. And that is one of those scenarios where you could have the exact same investment and that company could charge five different fee structures for it. So you want to make sure you're getting the cheapest fee structure. Mutual funds are famous for that. ETFs, exchange traded funds are favorite, famous for that. So that is a scenario no matter what. You want to get the cheapest value you can there. And and who would set the fee structure for that? The investment company. So not you, not you the advisor, but the, the yes. company that they're purchasing the the investment the tool from. So from. Vanguard, American Funds, Fidelity, okay. you know, they all have mutual funds or ETFs, whatever they might be. Sure. Those Vanguard's um, ETFs or um, Vanguard's American Funds, Fidelity, they set those fees. I got it. Yeah. Okay. Those are out of your control. 100%. Out of your control. Yeah. You just want to make sure you get the cheapest possible. Got it. Okay. Got it. 
Now, allocation is people building portfolios out of those. So we're going to take a little bit of this Vanguard portfolio and a little bit of this and a little bit of that and mixing them together. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like a general contractor. Yeah, you're kind of mixing things together and they're just kind of – they're building something for you that's there. Now, that is worth a little bit of a fee. It's not worth a huge fee, but it's worth a little bit of a fee. That If part of our industry is getting commoditized, that's it. I see. Okay, people, you shouldn't have to pay a ton for good allocations. And when you say you say commoditized because of all the fintech software yeah. and stuff out there, yeah, correct. Okay, correct. And that is kind of where it stops for people who are saving. You still need it as a retiree, but it kind of you know for people who are saving in in the accumulation years, those are the only two big things. I see. Most people don't need that top level that planning fee. Okay. Okay. And that's where the magic happens. Okay. The magic comes into play where you can combine what you're doing with Social Security and with your pension and what asset allocations you're doing and what your IRA distributions and your taxes and all that fun stuff. When you can find someone who can combine those for you, that's when the fee is worth it. That's when you're buying, you're like, hey, I deserve this Tesla. I've worked so hard for it. That's when you're going to get what you paid for. Yeah. Is there like a golden ratio of, let's say, you know, an advisor's fee is, and I honestly don't know what a fee is. Let's say a fee is 5%. And then, but then 5% would be get you arrested. Okay. Okay. So let's say the fee is 1%. I, I 1%. Great example. The okay. average number they use is about 1%. Okay. 1%. And then I'd assume an advisor would be like, look, yeah, there's a fee of 1%, but I mean, it could potentially increase your earnings by 2%, right? Is it how, kind of how you. Yeah, they call that the investment alpha. So let's talk about let's talk about how fees are charged and who's charging a good fee. Can I just um, pause you for a second yeah. there? Because you say alpha, my mind right away goes to Elf, the show from the eighties, <laughs> extraterrestrial life form, extraterrestrial life form, Elf. Oh, they need to remake that show. That was so good. Okay, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> That's right where you were going with that. Yeah, Elf made me lose my train of thought, um, as he does many. <laughs> he does. Why must you needlessly complicate everything? So let's talk the different ways fees are charged. Alien life form, actually. It's oh, elf. alien life form. It's elf. elf. Yeah, elf. A-L-F. Elf. Yep. elf would be elf would be buddy the elf. Buddy the elf. Man, elf on the shelf. Poor Will Will Ferrell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in my head i was thinking of elf but i was spelling elf that is something i would do through and through oh we could oh man i want to have a whole episode about our favorite shows and movies from the 90s and oh, 80s man okay different ways fees can be charged you can pay a fee there are certain advisors that will do hourly or just by project they'll say hey i'll charge you x dollars and that could range anywhere from a couple hundred to many thousands of dollars Okay. Okay. There are advisors that charge flat fees forever. They'll say, hey, it's going to be $5,000 a year, $10,000, $12,000, $20,000 a year. Okay. 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 There are the most common way is what they call an AUM fee or assets under management fee. Assets under management. AUM. Okay. I know I got that one right. Yeah. We just said it fast. So I wanted to just clarify. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. And that is a percentage. So if you have a million dollars and they charge you 1%, that's a $10,000 fee. Okay. So that's where that comes to play. And that's the most common. That's what you see most often. Got it. I'm a big advocate for trying to move to kind of a mixed ratio. Because I think allocation fees, like when you get charged for that allocation of building portfolios, that needs to be on an AUM percentage. And that should be low. It shouldn't be that high. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. But those planning fees, those planning fees, I think should probably be more fixed, meaning 
it's a per, it's a dollar amount per year or a percentage per year. It's a fixed price. It's fixed, a fixed price because mm-hmm. that's what you're getting. That's where the true value comes into play. Mm-hmm. So how you pay them and where you get them for it is different. But most advisors, and if you think about the Edward Jones, the world, the Chase Bank of the world, they're charging one percent all the way up to almost one point nine two percent. Wow. Okay? And all they're really doing is building allocations. Yeah. And that's why I tell people when you're saving, just save as cheap as possible. But if you're going, if you want the help, find somebody going back to that episode who focuses on the retirement. If you're going to pay the fee anyways, if you're going in that car example, Mm -hmm. if you're going to pay $40,000, you might as well get the best car you possibly can. If you're going to pay the fee anyways, you might as well get the best advice from an advisor that you possibly can. So fees are there. Mm-hmm. People don't like to pay them. Sure. But when you truly see the value you get out of them, you know, hopefully you think it's it, it's worth it there. And, and uh, our advisory world can earn what it's worth. I'd imagine being a fiduciary, you're required to disclose fees. Yeah. And okay. if they won't, if your advisor won't disclose fees to you, that's a huge red flag. Yeah. Like there should be no bigger red flag than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. No, yeah. you should know exactly what you're what you're paying. And you know, there's certain things, you know, how you pay fees can have tax advantages and you know hashtag tax nerd. There's all sorts of fun things that you can you can do with how you pay fees, but that's again, that's good advisory work. Yeah, excellent. Um I'm just trying to think of something. Oh yeah, I know what it is. Hit that button, son. Oh man. Dave relates to retirees. So we're sitting here talking about fees, man. You fees, get what you fees, man. Fees, man. And nobody likes to pay fees, but you do get what you pay for. So I'm gonna go ahead, hit that button. What are you gonna, ain't nobody got cash for that. Yeah, ain't nobody got cash for that. Ain't nobody got Josh ain't got cash to keep being my friend, but he thinks, wait a minute, all right, I could save a whole lot of money if I stop being friends with Dave. I stop paying for his laser tag, stop paying for his food. Stop paying for meals tonight at the event. Stop paying for his commentary coffee. Stop paying for pudding cakes eventually when we get them. Josh is like, you know what? I get so much in return from this friendship. <laughs> and if I don't keep paying for Dave's stuff, he's not going to be friends with me because <laughs> that's all the value I bring to him as a friend. Oh, I'm just kidding. You bring so much more value than that. I, sometimes I think you actually like me. <laughs> sometimes. I mean, I put up with you for all the free stuff. <laughs> so jo- Your mother's going to be so mad when she hears this oh. segment. David, David, why are you so mean to Joshua? I warned you about this. That's it. David, you're getting spankings. So, yeah, Josh, you know, I'm sure you and Missy stay up late at night kind of with your spreadsheet of is it worth being Dave's friend or not? And you put in all your numbers and you're like – yeah, I'm going to continue to be day. I'm going to continue to buy him lunch because he just brings so much value to my life. <laughs> <laughs> Should I jingle myself out? Jingle yourself out. <clears throat> Dave relates to retirees. Yeah. So in this example, I'm the retiree. Yeah. And you're the advisor. The advisor. 100%. Which is in real life, that's I do advise you on most things in your life. We discussed this already. You do. Yes. All right. I got this. Okay, good. I got this. And insert the full house music. <laughs> <laughs> Back when we first became friends, and the first time I bought you anything, I don't yeah. know if you remember this, was mm-hmm. Aunt U of I. Yep. We were there for basketball camp. I barely knew you. Yep. 
and we're all out for dinner as a team. I think we're at Burger King or somewhere, mm-hmm. or Wendy's. Mm-hmm. And you said, oh, no, I forgot my wallet. Oh, yeah. It was a scam, but yeah, I remember yeah. it. And from that point forward, I felt like I just was buying food all the time. But it wasn't just me. All of our friends have stories where Dave will forget his wallet. Yes. But we also all have stories that you have reciprocated in your own Dave way. And like you said earlier, you're kind of infiltrating different parts of everything. Anyone who meets you has this instant, they they love being around you. Now, you may not love being around them, but you do love, <laughs> they love being around you. And so, kind of like I said before, there's, there's certain times that it, it's worth it to spend some money, and there's certain times that you should save the money and not spend it. <laughs> and apparently for you, I think it's, it's worth spending the money on... Uh, I don't really think I bought your friendship, but... Uh... <laughs> That's for me to know and for you to find out if you ever stop buying me food. Actually, I'll put it in this way. I love what I do. I love being an advisor. I love sitting and talking to people. Mm-hmm. And I can't do it for free because I need to live. But uh, <laughs> I have a feeling that the you, you, same is probably true for you. <laughs> you know, we've talked about this before. I had no business working at a bank for those three or four years. But I did because people just... I just bring this like cavalierness and just fun attitude. Probably have no business being on this podcast with you, but if I weren't, you probably wouldn't be recording a podcast because you don't have anybody as awesome as me to record it with you. It would not be nearly as entertaining. No, it wouldn't. Oh my gosh. People listening, can you imagine just Josh all the time? I blah, 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 fees, Josh taxes. Come on. <laughs> No. By this point, I'd have Alex with me. Oh, man. That would be actually (laughs) award-winning quality. Um, So did I relate back that okay? Was it okay? No, I do. I think that's great. I think you made me feel all warm and fuzzy. I may now take out one of the jokes I was going to tell about you tonight at the introduction because you were nice to me. So you just earned yourself a gold star. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So do you think we can maybe have Elf going? For the next episode we record? Elf or Elf? <laughs> Either one. I love them both. <laughs> what if Will Ferrell dress up as Elf oh, for the next movie? Epic. Epic. I'm telling you. <laughs> Thanks, Josh, for talking about fees. And you're right, though. It just it ties great into episode 14. I mean, whoever would have thought that this would actually try to be an interesting podcast? I said, yeah, let's talk about investment fees. I know. Actually, it was Aaron's idea. It was Aaron's idea. Now, I don't think she accounted for the 15 minutes of you know mumble jumble banter that we had. But, I mean, hey, turned out okay. Yeah, we're pretty good here. (laughs) Um, Josh, anything else to add before we wrap this up? You know what? I really would like everybody. uh, We work really hard to put these shows out. And if you would go to our podcast show page, which is fsrwealth.com slash podcast. Again, that's fsrwealth.com slash podcast. You can sign up to get emails every week from us every time we launch a new show. So you will never miss them. And uh, we will try to make them all as entertaining as uh, as this one, as long as I keep paying Dave. <laughs> We're going to send out the, the, the podcast club email on Fridays. And our episodes are released on Thursdays, but I'm doing this on Fridays just so I can add a little extra fun to these emails. So fun, F-U-N, maybe Elf will send the next podcast uh, email. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm gonna try to get Elf's voice down for the next time, the next episode. I can try to imitate it. <laughs> I, at the top of my head, I can't picture it right now. I have to kind of rewatch a few episodes. Oh, Josh, fees, man. <laughs> <laughs>
No, but you do have cash to pay a great advisor like Josh for your retirement help. Oh, David. I know, see? All right, Josh, let's end this episode with our very favorite. What's your compliance? Debbie. Deb, this is for you. We'll give an extra big bye. bye. Oh, oh, Deb. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh, that's going to take a big edit. Why must you needlessly complicate everything? Hashtag tax nerd. <laughs>